Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, and welcome back to the Balance Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. I'm your host, Jordan Younger, and today we've got the incredible Kelsey Patel on the show. I think this is Kelsey's third or fourth time on the podcast. We have also hosted retreats together. She officiated our wedding last November, November 2019, that is. If that isn't enough to tell you what a special soul she is in my life, then this conversation will absolutely show you the magic that is all things Kelsey Patel. She's a Reiki master, an author, a leading voice in wellness and spirituality and meditation. And she's truly the inspiration to so many people that I know and love. Everybody, seriously, everybody. Dr. Will Cole, who was on the podcast last week, so many of our friends. Everybody just talks about Kelsey as the radiant rainbow light beam of light that she is. And I'm so thankful for her. She posted something on her Instagram a couple days ago about career naps, which basically means just exiting from the rat race of life and social media and growth and this incredibly deep pressure that we all put on ourselves. And that definitely spoke to me a lot because I think a lot of you know that things have just been intense right now for all of us. Things have been intense in my life in ways that I hope to be able to share more of soon. And there's just a lot. I'm realizing as the days go on that I really need to focus more on protecting my energy and saying less because this is a safe space. Our podcast is such a safe space. I call it our podcast because you guys make this community just as much as I do. And our podcast, Soul on Fire, is such a safe space, but I've learned that even things here in this safe space can be taken out of context and used to manipulate this toxic agenda, which I hate. I hate to bring attention to, but there's a very toxic agenda in the world right now. And it's intense. So that's all I'm going to say on that right now. I'm protecting my energy. Today's guest could not be more of a perfect person to talk about energy and boundaries and restoring ourselves and resting and burnout. So Kelsey wrote a book. It's a beautiful, beautiful book called Burning Bright, and it is all about her experience with burnout and chronic pain that she had in her life, the way that she beat anxiety, reclaimed her energy, 
and basically found so much more joy in her life, pivoted her career, and she also shares simple rituals and energy techniques and all sorts of inspiration in her book. You guys need to get your hands on it. And she also has an app called the Pure Joy app. So make sure you check that out. It's brand new. She really didn't talk about it until she launched it. Even as her close friend, I was like surprised and shocked and so happy for her. And Kelsey just balances it all. She juggles so many things and is such a bright light in my life and everyone's life who loves her. So before we get into the episode, a couple things. Number one, I want to remind you that if you feel inspired to rate and review the podcast on iTunes, and then you send me a screenshot to jordanatthebalancebond.com, I will send you my free yoga ebook as a thank you for your review. And I will also enter you into a big wellness giveaway to receive a bunch of my favorite wellness products of the moment. Also, our TBB podcast Instagram is getting a lot of resurgence of love because I hired an amazing woman named Shelby who is just keeping the community aspect on there. She's posting every day. The aesthetic is on point. There's question boxes on stories all the time. And it's just really regaining that community feel that was kind of missing for a while because I mostly put most of my energy into the Balanced Blonde Instagram. So now we got TBB Podcast. Shelby's on there. I'm on there. Go follow us there. Send us any requests that you have for the show. And finally, before we dive into this episode, I would love to thank our sponsor, Cured Nutrition. Cured Nutrition, as many of you know, is my favorite CBD company. I actually do not take any CBD except for Cured Nutrition, which is a really big deal because CBD is everywhere. <laughs> I don't think I get approached by any other type of company in the world more often than I do with CBD but I am tried and true. I've probably tried over a hundred brands and the most pure and potent, the one that I really, really feel the ingredients are the best. And I feel an actual shift in my consciousness and my anxiety. It helps me feel so much more calm. It also helps me focus depending on what time of day I take it. And with what intention is cured nutrition. We've had the founder, Joseph Sheehy on the show. So head to that episode if you want to hear all about how he healed through nature, what CBD is good for, what we love CBD for, all those good things. And you should know you can use the code BLONDE, B-L-O-N-D-E, to get a good discount. They have everything from performance products to balance, recovery, CBD gel capsules. They have different capsules that you can take for sleep, which is their Zen products. And then they also have their Rise products, which I love because they help me feel really alert in the mornings. And you guys know I struggle with ADD and focus. And ever since I started taking Rise in the morning, I have had so much more focus. I took it a little while ago with my mushroom coffee and here we are. So head to curednutrition.com. Use that code BLONDE for a discount. Try their pain salve and their mint CBD tinctures to try just a few of my favorite things. And now, because it's literally 2.01 p.m. where I am right now and you cannot make this stuff up, let's head into this episode with the amazing, beautiful Kelsey Patel.
Okay, so let's kick off this podcast, Kelsey, by talking about how 2021 has been for us so far. Because we were both saying that 2020 in our personal lives was a great time. Obviously, it was a really tough time for the world, but we got to be home with our loved ones, didn't have to be anywhere. What is 2020 like so far? 2021? Oh, yes. Whatever year it is now. Yes, exactly. (laughs) since 2020. You know what? 2021, every day feels like a fucking year. Mm-hmm. Like this 2021 just is, I feel like I'm still, I, it's not even that I realized I'm, I'm in a storm. It's like the rain clouds are just so present. <laughs> and, you know, and I know that, you know, as we're recording this, we're, collectively, energetically, we're coming up on the one year marker. And I really think that there's like in a cellular part of our energy, we know when something's been a full year, that's why a birthday feels so relevant. That's why a holiday, like, you know, you kind of have this, at least for me and people that I work with, there's sort of this relativity, this connection you make to things or this processing that can happen after a full one year, like the annual cycle. There's a reason I think that we mark it in so many different traditions and ways. And right now we're sitting on that precipice of the one year mark and it feels so real. I mean, just talking about it, I could cry. I've cried so much the last few days and I feel like you know, my best friend and I were just talking yesterday. I was on a walk and I was like, everything, I feel hopeless. I feel useless. Everything feels like, bleh. like I just want to throw my, bo- my body on the bed and cry. And I have the tools. I have all the, the tools to, you know, put a pep in my step and <laughs> get back out there. But like, I don't know. It just, it feels really hard right now, Jor. It feels really, people are still suffering. The environment is still suffering. The, you know, I'm tired of not being able to go to a class. I'm tired of being alone and not being with community. I loved 2020. It finally felt like so much healing came through that I, I was able to get through so many amazing creative projects that I never thought I would have the time for because I was, you know, and I both know we were traveling all the time. I was traveling all the time to go teach all over the world. And so 2020 was magical in the sense that I, like many people, we recognized what was important, but like 2021, I just, I don't know. It feels really rough right now. Yeah. I feel the exact same (laughs) to hear you say it because you are such a light beam to me and to so many people makes me feel better to be honest, because (laughs) I turn on your stories, you're dancing in the backyard, you're soaking in the sunshine. And I'm like, Kelsey is happy. I can be happy. I can be happy. happy." But it's so nice to know we are all human. We all go through it. I definitely think 2021 has been really hard. Yeah. And I, it's almost like, I don't know if it, Well, okay. I had this awareness come through yesterday when I was feeling so down in the dumps. Like it was very much a depressive energy that just, and I couldn't get rid of it. Like I, 
not that you want to get rid of something, because I believe in the full spectrum of our emotional states and needing to sort of be in all of them. But I finally sat down and played my singing bowls, like just for me. And I meditated with this beautiful ruby kyanite stone that looks like an egg. And as I held it and I played the bowls and I sort of like sobbed and laughed at the same time, it was one of those like, <laughs> like that yes, weird, that a really, so me. a really weird, like awareness of, of moving emotions. And then I had this, I was tapping on myself and doing EFT, which you and I have talked about before. And as I was tapping, I was like, I just, even though I feel fucking useless and hopeless, I deeply and profoundly love and accept myself. And I was doing this tapping on myself. And I realized at the very end, and I meditated a little bit and I sat there and I was like, I heard spirit come through. And it was like, Kelsey, you feel useless, which means use less, use less energy. And when you feel useful, tell people, use me, I'm full. And I was like, oh my God, it makes, it gives me chills when I talk about it again. Chills. Do you feel it? Yeah. Yes, this could make me cry. I know. I, that's what I'm saying is like, I've just been so emotional. I can cry all day long right now. But it made me feel so tender with myself of, okay, there are days when we feel useless, but it's not a bad thing. It just means we have less. So we need to use less of our energy and you know, and yesterday was a great day by all means for my ego. I sent out my newsletter to thousands of people. I did an Instagram live with my friend, Dr. Shaw. It was a great day, but I couldn't kick this heaviness and this sadness and this feeling of like, what is the fucking point? Mm-hmm. And when I talked to my best friend, she said the same thing. She's like, Kels, there was a moment where I was like, you know what, God, I'm single. You haven't put anybody in my life. I blah, blah, blah. like, just take me now. <laughs> oh, that's literally me. <laughs> my, um, this one medium who I've been working with Nikki, Nikki mm-hmm. Novo, which if you don't know her, you guys would totally be fine. I have to meet her. But now, yeah. she, we went into my Akashic records and she's like, Jordan, why are you trying to negotiate your life contract? Why are you trying to go in there and say, take me basically, which was so subconscious. And I was like, how did you know that? How did you know that? Because I want to live. I love life. I love the humans here. But yeah, all the time, my subconscious is like, what are we doing here? Why am I here? This is so exhausting. I'm in so much pain. And (sighs) take me, take me. So what you're talking about, the useless, using less, that makes me feel so much better about life because I think when we feel useless, we then put so much pressure on ourselves to do more. So it's like, I'm useless. I better write a book right now. I better do something. I better make myself useful and productive. And even what you said, when you have like, an outwardly productive day and you're putting out newsletters and doing Instagram lives, none of that matters when you feel that depressive way. And I have so felt that so many times in 2021, even if, you know, I've led a meditation and and everybody loved it. I'm like, I don't care because that was, (laughs) and now I don't feel well. And it's hard. So I'm glad that we can be honest about this because I hope it can help people listening to know we all feel this way at times. And it doesn't matter 
you know, how something that's been really on my mind lately is this idea of confidence in comparison of, you know, when, if, and when somebody feels that way with themselves, and I can obviously only speak for myself, what I know for a fact is that it makes me feel far worse to look at other people and compare myself. Comparison is the thief of joy. We all know that. But when I look at other people and see them in their light, which is so beautiful, like, of course, I want that for other people. It's actually, though, it can be very triggering. And it suddenly makes me forget all of the things about me that I love and appreciate and know to be true to who I am. And so, you know, as easy as it can be to want to stay on social media a little bit longer and scroll or, you know, however people are picking up their content, watching a reality TV show, like whatever it may be, as you're doing those things, also being so conscious of how it's impacting the place that you're already at that day, because that is the stuff that we have a container for responsibility in of like, if you know that you're feeling useless, how much better is it going to actually make you feel to go on your Instagram and check how many likes or comments you got on a post or scroll and see other people's, you know, it's like, these are outside validators that aren't, if they don't give you what you want, you're just going to go further down that place that you are rather than focusing on what will bring me joy right now, what will settle and make me feel more in my, in my light, more in the safety of feeling this feeling without making it feel worse. Does that make sense? It makes so much sense. I love that so much. I did that yesterday. We were in Ojai, our happy place, as you Yeah, you, I mean, that's where we got married you. <laughs> that's where you officiated our wedding, married us. Most special, special memory of life. I love that day so much. <laughs> it was so magical. And every time we even drive into Ojai, I'm flooded with these happy memories and the nostalgia of all of it. So we're sitting there at the hip vegan, which you know. We yep, love. Yep. In my happy place, Jonathan goes to the car to get me a jacket because it was really cold. And I went on Instagram and I start seeing all these things that I'm not doing. All these <laughs> people who are doing podcasts with each other and I'm taking the week off and all these things where I'm like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? And it took the joy for a little bit, for just a little bit. And I realized this social media comparison stuff is so detrimental to our psyche. And then I thought, what if I had just never gone on and just took in the surroundings, the beauty and oh, hi. And it's not about beating myself up for doing that, but I just feel what you're saying on such a deep level. So it's really important right now to like, I mean, and it's happening to people who also have, you know, like many of your listeners that know themselves, that know what's good and what's not. It's not like it's happening, you know, that strong impact is happening to everybody, even people who do meditate and do feel connection to their celestial being and all of that. And so I feel like, you know, we all just have to have a really honest conversation with ourselves to say, 
how do I want to have my relationship with this entity of whatever it may be? Because that is how you're going to protect yourself and your energy and your joy. And like, I am a fucking lioness when it comes to my joy. If anything (laughs) starts to block my joy, like I will roar. Mm -hmm. And but I, for some reason, I haven't felt like I had that, you know, because to me, Instagram feels, I don't know why we're having this. I think it's important to have this conversation because as, you know, people who are very spiritual, something that's so non-spiritual in the sense that it's an algorithm, it's it's robots, it's, totally. you know, something that isn't full of a heart and life in that sense, not to knock any of the people who work there, but just saying that the thing itself, and it's like, when you think of that, how you want to give up your power to something that is truly doesn't give a shit about you. Something that truly has this way of working that is completely out of our control. Like I was saying to my assistant the other day, what am I doing wrong? My likes have gone down so significantly. I still get tons of DMs and I love my DMs. I still get pretty decent views on my stories, but I feel like I'm doing something wrong. And I had to write it down and send it to her in order to see how much I had been hijacked by (laughs) this platform and my joy. And I was like, what are you doing? Why are you spending breath and conversation about this thing that really, in my opinion, has no rhyme or reason. I don't give a shit to learn an algorithm. I don't care about trying to like fix the system. That is not something that's worth my energy. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. And we are having this conversation for a reason because you are one of the most spiritual people I know, one of the most tuned in people I know. And I meditate all every day. And and yesterday morning before I went into that weird Instagram headspace, I was feeling on top of the world. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm untouchable. I will never be sad again. Yeah. It still happens to the best of us. And it's true. Plus, like if anybody needs to hear this, including you, the algorithm makes no sense. And the, I've been on that same hamster wheel where my Instagram story views have, pro- they're probably one tenth of what they were a couple years ago. That's all algorithm stuff. That doesn't have to do with how, I don't know, how much people like me, I hope and think, but I don't know. And it's hard not to get that in your head. So it is even like the world that we live in. It is. And even there was, I mean, when I was in my, the depths of my despair yesterday, I was like, I'm ending my podcast. I don't care about my Instagram. I was like ready to delete and send off the notes to tell everyone that everything was done. done. I just want to live in my house with my joy and like, I am going to go you. Everything that is around me is making me fucking cry on my bed and not have any type of joy. So I surrender. I'm holding up the white flag and thank you all for joining. But like my podcast will no longer exist, nor will my Instagram, totally. nor will my app. Like I was ready to put a permanent out of office in my emails. Just like I give up. I have nothing left oh. and not even like nothing left to give. Cause the truth is I miss more than anything. I miss doing retreats with you. I miss 
being in front of like hundreds of people and breathing together and crying together and retching through our emotions together. I miss that so much that I think that's also part of it, you know, kind of full circle of 2021. I, I think it's been a year now and we're all desperate for one another. Like the other day I was on a run in downtown LA and I looked down the street, Jordan, and it looked like a woman was either like sitting next to this tree in downtown LA, which no one would sit down if they have their wits about them in downtown LA. It's disgusting. Totally. But as I get closer, she'd fallen. It was like this older woman. And immediately, like my response was, of course, to go help her. And then I was like, oh no, does she want my help? Because if they're like, I had my mask on, she had her mask on. And of course I went over and I was like, can I help you? And I reached in and she, she's like, I just need your arm, please. And grabbed my arm and I helped her up. And this like beautiful young teenager that was eating a Subway sandwich came over. He didn't have his mask on, but we actually needed more help because she had a bag. So he helped as well. And I just looked at the three of us and I was like, I miss this. I miss not being afraid to like extend a hand to a stranger, let alone how much we all probably miss our families, the freedom to just book a trip because you feel like it, the freedom to go to a yoga class, the freedom to whatever. My friend told me that Texas has now opened up to like everything open. Exactly. And I was like, do I need to move to Texas? Because well, everybody I know has moved to Texas. <laughs> Everybody's moving to Austin. I mean, I was, I said to app today, I was like, do we need to move? Because I, I don't know if I can keep going like this in California where everything is so, it's just so unpleasant in the sense that you can't see anybody. There's still so much fear everywhere. And I'm not saying that we don't still need to be precautious and careful, of course, but I think we are going to harm ourselves more collectively if we don't stop fearing one another and start like reconnecting and rejoining forces as allies in the world. I totally agree with you. I feel the exact same way. And I'm so happy that you obviously helped that woman up. I mean, it's not even in your nature to not. Yeah, I couldn't have not. Yeah. Because it's so weird. I've had similar experiences and not with anybody falling, but just that realization of, oh my God, I cannot approach this person. They'll probably be mad. Yes. In January, I spent two and a half weeks in Florida and everything is pretty much open. I mean, half people are wearing masks. I was wearing a mask because I'm so used to it, but everything's open. Indoor dining, there are bars and clubs. I'm not even going to those kinds of places, but we would walk by and be like, this feels like an alternate reality. And we were wondering how long is it going to take for us for this to start feeling normal? Because the first couple of days we're in restaurants, my whole nervous system was yeah. fire, just so not used to all the noise. But after like three days, we're like, oh yeah, this is how we've been living our whole life. So yes, it's normal. And the nice thing about it is that there was not a lot of fear and people were really you know, strangers are smiling at each other and different energy completely, completely. And I don't know what's going on there because I was with friends from California and we're like, 
why is nobody scared? Like, have all these people already been sick? Have they been vaccinated? We just don't know why nobody was scared there, but that's an energy that I like. So what are your personal, what are some of your favorite ways to connect with your intuition and your angels and your spirit team? So I would say, you know, now it's like, it's just so, uh, I don't even know if I know how I connect. It's just such a part of me now. And obviously it's been growing and developing for years, but I mean, I get all of a sudden I'll, I'll feel almost like, um, I don't know how to describe it. It'll be like a, like a noise kind of. And I'm like, Oh, here it is. And I just close my eyes and I'll like a bunch of messages will come through. Sometimes it's creating a conscious practice, like really sitting down and saying, okay, spirit, I know I've been a bit dodgy and a bit like in my ego and my to-do lists and not really giving enough attention to my intuition, to spirit's guidance. You know, I, I get hijacked by my ego, just like everybody else. And so those moments I love to really sit down and have a conscious practice. I love freeform writing where I just grab a pen and paper. And before you know it, I, I might just start writing as, as Kelsey and be like, okay, you know, how am I feeling? And then all of a sudden spirit's just like, you need to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so that's a practice. And then I love, I still, I like to pull cards now and then if I feel like I need a message. Um, I love my pendulum mm -hmm. um, if I want to do some yes and no's. But honestly, the most simple, basic ritual for me to connect to my intuition is just sitting down, getting quiet. A lot of times I'll hold a crystal and that will really kind of anchor me in and pull me in. And I start to just feel the vibrations. I'll pray or ask for guidance to come through from my highest and best. Sometimes I start sobbing immediately and I didn't realize I was holding in this well of, of emotions. Sometimes I feel, oh, I need to book a Reiki session. I need somebody else to help me with some healing. So it just, I mean, I know that's a lot of answers, but an answer. it's anything. It could be like, you need to make a cup of tea and sit outside and just be, and I might not get messages, but that's what I'm, I'm shown to do. And that's still my intuition. I love that so much. I mean, I always tell this story about how intuitive you are. There's so many stories. But I remember <laughs> when we had first met and I had seen you a couple times and I was so hungry one time and I wasn't saying anything. And you're like, you're really hungry. I need to get you a snack. And I was just <laughs> like, oh my God, yes. And it was especially helpful for me at that time because I was pretty disconnected from my own intuition when we first met. So even just the reminder that someone can be that intuitive for someone else reminded me, oh yeah, we all have that inside of us. And it's such a gift. It's so amazing. And you are very, very, very connected to yours. Well, so do you remember the time that I texted you and I never used the butterfly emoji like ever. Mm -hmm. And I had, we had been texting about, we text all the time, but we were texting about something. And I like ended the text with like two butterfly emojis I think it was two right not three yeah yeah because I remember typing like three because I love like three for mind body spirit or I don't know I just I'm a three I'm a one and a three person I'm not a two person really and like I'll wear one bracelet or three bracelets you know it's like totally. that's just a thing I do and 
when I wrote it to you, I like deleted one of the butterfly emojis. I was like, why am I doing this? And I just sent it. And then you're like, oh my God, I asked for, I don't know double if you said butterfly. double butterflies. Yeah. I was like, you said two. And that was the text that I sent to you. I was freaking out. I was freaking <laughs> out. Those double butterflies were exactly what I had asked for. I'm trying to remember what the sign was for because it was for something really specific. But when I'm feeling really lost, I ask for double butterflies. And wow, every time that I've asked, I receive them. Like I got them from you. And then a different time when I was feeling super sick and terrible before yeah. our engagement party. And I was just like, why am I even doing this? Having a party? I'm not even well enough, blah, blah. I asked for double butterflies and the place where I went to get my hair done that day had these two surfboards in the window and they both had these huge glittery butterflies. (laughs) I was like, all right, there we go. Double butterflies. You just can't make that stuff up. You really can't. Day when we started talking and it was 201 and it was like an hour after we had planned to talk today. I was just like, of course. We started right at 201. Exactly. But of course, I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all. So another thing I'm super excited to talk to you about is your beautiful book, Burning Bright. This book I read cover to cover when I was water fasting in Yorba Linda, right down the street from you. Which is so wild. Total lockdown. Didn't get to see each other, but I felt so close to you the whole time in this beautiful beautiful note from you in the beginning. I just look back at all the time because it means so much to me. So let's talk about the book. What was the process of writing a book like? All the things. You know, thank you. And I, first of all, how did you feel when you read the book? And be honest, I don't ever like people to not speak their truth when it comes to any type of a creative thing. I mean, I felt so close to you and I loved it. (laughs) I felt so seen because this entire book is about healing burnout and basically following your intuition, everything we're talking about, if what you're doing in your life is not bringing you complete joy, it does not matter. It does not matter how productive or successful or how much money you're making or anything. If you feel burnt out and you're in pain and your physical pain story resonates so much with me because Of course. I mean, I have so much physical pain as well. So I was just flipping through it, like laughing and crying and feeling. (laughs) And it's so full of wisdom. That makes me so happy to hear because, you know, when I wrote the book, very much, you know, this about me, I don't ever really go like, I, Kelsey, am going to now create this thing because this is what I want. It's very much like, all of a sudden it all floods in or all of a sudden I get it from all these different energies and places. And I'm like, Oh, I guess this is my next thing. And with the book, I wasn't ever planning to write a book. I didn't think my story was worth <laughs> worthwhile to share. And, and I get getting all of these inquiries from publishing houses. Like, have you ever thought about writing a book? And this was over a couple of years. And then you and I talked And you were like, you have to meet my book agent, Sarah. And we talked and she, and she like fell in love. And I was like, like, really there, you think there, I have something here. And 
So I just, I kept getting all these pings. And then with Dr. Will Cole, we were doing this event for Gwyneth Paltrow and for Goop, like a very small private event. And Dr. Will Cole and Kelly Levesque, two of our dear friends, were both there. And the three of us were just hanging out and chatting before we started. And we were all doing like private sessions for a bunch of these, for these people, for Goop. And I was like, how on earth? And at that point, I was really deep into my private practice. And I had like a six week wait list and just so much going on. And Will, I go, how on earth have you guys both written a book and been able to maintain your private practices, your social media? Like, how have you done it? I just, I can't fathom how I'm going to have time for this. And Will was like, Kels, duh, you have to get a ghostwriter. And I was like, what's that? I've never, I don't know what that means. And so he introduced me to his ghostwriter, Eve, who ended up being the woman that I hired to help me sort of put everything onto paper. And I know that at that point, I was like, this is all just happening so gracefully and so easily that it became very obvious to me that something wanted to come through. And then, Jordan, when I sat down to write the book with Eve, like we started to concept and sort of put stuff up and all these post-it notes and everything. It just flew out of me. Like it flowed and the writing process and Eve wanted to learn Reiki. So she got Reiki one certified so that while she was supporting me and sort of writing out some of these things and helping to interview my old clients and stuff, she was infusing the book as well. And so the whole book was really like charged with this energy of Reiki. And I mean, I can honestly say that I don't even feel like I know how the book came to be. It just came out of me so quickly and easily. And I had the most amazing journey doing the creative process of writing the book. Penguin Random House was the most incredible publisher. I got a book deal that I was like, are you sure that that's how much you want to give me? Like it was just, people were bidding back and forth. Like we went through these few days after my New York meetings, we met with so many publishers and I think 80 or 90% of them offered. And then they bid back and forth. I was just like, what is happening? And yeah, I mean, the hardest part of the book for me was the audio recording because you're in the studio for four days and you can't, like I didn't realize how much I burp or how many times my stomach growls. It's like you hear everything. So that was hard because I I don't like to just sit in one place. But I mean, the book itself, I mean, it's its own monarch. It is such a beautiful gift to the world. I don't even, I really don't even feel like it's mine. I feel like it just came through and I get messages every week from people all over the world that the book changed their life in some way or that they picked it up and they felt this wave because it's infused with Reiki. So it's like they feel this wave of energy. And I will say to people out there who have a lot of books in their home, a very dear friend of mine and healer, Morgan Kalani, she also charged the book with a bunch of energy before we put it out. And it's just so beautiful the way it feels. But she said to me, you know, Kels, every book out there 
when people bring somebody else's book into their home, you're also bringing the energy of that author into your home. And she's like, so some people need to clean out their shelves because the energy of those authors may not be exactly aligned anymore. If you've had books for like eight years and some of them might feel super sacred. And I, I don't want to make people feel like you have to get rid of books, but just when I really looked at that and I started to look at the books on my shelves, I was like, Oh, that's, I can feel it. That is so true. You can, you can feel a frequency from books when you have them and you're aware of that. Yeah. Wow. I mean, cool, right? thousands of books, thousands of books because just every stage of my life. And then, you know, as a podcaster, blogger, I receive books. I don't know why or from whom Yeah, I receive like three a day. And I'm so excited when it's a book that I want to read, but sometimes I'm like, I read so much, but it takes me a while to get through a book. So I have these thousands of books and it's Jonathan's biggest pet peeve at this point. because It's, like, <laughs> it's going to be piled up to the ceiling. And I never, I mean, I'm looking, looking behind me. I never thought about that. With that. No, that's why I wanted to share it. And yeah. Jonathan's going to, Jonathan and I already love each other, but I feel like Jonathan's going to love me even more now oh, that I have too. encouraged you to it's tune cool. into the energy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Jonathan's biggest goal and dream in life is to eradicate our home of all the things that I get sent because <laughs> just a minimalist and I'm obviously the opposite. So it's good. We're a good match. I actually think that's fantastic because the perv is the same way. He's literally like, Hey, you got three new packages today. And I'm like, Ooh, how exciting. And then every time they bring him, he's like, are you really going to use that? Are you really going to read that? Yeah. Yeah. That's the main thing that we fight about because I'm like, I use everything, but I actually (laughs) don't use anything. But your book journey is so special. And the fact that it came together so seamlessly is a sign in itself. And we love Sarah, our wonderful agent. And love Sarah. Best with you. And then Dr. Will Cole, he was over last week and we were talking about people that we love. And the first thing he said was Kelsey Patel keeps. <laughs> and I was like, say, Kelsey Patel is literally everything. You're everything. So your book gives off the same energy. I love you so much. I love you so much too. So how was it? Because this book came out during the pandemic. So how was that? My book came out on April 28th, 2020. I was supposed to go on a whole book tour. You know, Steph and Elizabeth from That's So Retrograde, we were going to go on like this multi-city tour in May together. And all of it got canceled, obviously. So for me, at first, my publishing house was like, we should delay. We should, we should wait and see if things. And I was like, absolutely not. Everyone needs this book now more than ever. Everyone's burned out. Everyone's going to be burned out. And, you know, I think even people who don't realize what burnout is, it's, you know, we live in a society that is fast paced. That's consume, consume, consume. That's sort of charged up on this idea of productivity, creating value and worth to who and what you are as a human in a soul. And so I feel like anyone who reads this book just gives them a, almost like a turnaround where you can flip your life and let it look right back at you and say, is this actually fucking working for me? And that to me is for 
whatever the reason the book, how could I have known when I was writing this book that it was going to come out during a pandemic? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and what's crazy to me is the amount of books that are now coming out about burnout. It just goes to show you that, by the way, through very, very accredited medical professionals now have been writing books over this past year about burnout. So to me, I feel like not that I was ahead of the cusp, but like I can, this is also how energy works. Like you can see something from very far away and you don't need the science and the data to prove what you know to be real and what you see people truly suffering from um, energetically, mentally, emotionally, and physically. So I think I'm actually, I said to everybody, I was like, to be honest, I think I might be the luckiest author out there that my book came out during a pandemic because I was also, I was probably going to burn myself out with the way that I had set up the book tour and the, you know, I had fear, of course, like anybody, when you put out a creative project of like, is this going to do well? Let me do everything so that I can make sure that my publisher is super happy with my, you know, my output and my connection for the book. And to be honest, I got to have the most amazing journey of putting out a book and doing a bunch of interactive like community stuff online. So people from all over the world could join. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I mean, to this day, I feel like it was one of the easiest, most gratifying creative projects I've ever done. And I don't know, I haven't heard a lot of authors say that. And it's not to say it's, it's a negative or a positive. It's just a lot of people who've written books told me and like very successful books. I have a lot, and you do too. We know a lot of really well-known people who have written amazing books. And a lot of them told me, get ready. It's going to be so hard. You're going to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, okay, cool, cool. I'm just like making a note. And then I chose to just let it be my own process. And I really went inward. I didn't talk about my book while I was writing it. I didn't tell anybody when I got a book deal, like I just did it. And then I announced it when it was done. And I think that's a huge part of my creative process. It's like when I did my app, by the way, I have to get you access to the Pure Joy app. Oh my God. It looks so good. But when I did that, again, I did it in the shadows. I did it in my own internal process. So for anybody out there that's really wanting to get started on a creative project, I would just really encourage them to go inward and see what your process looks like. I think a lot of people share so much of their journey because we've been taught to like share everything and vulnerability and authenticity. That doesn't work for me. I, I like co-creating with spirit and getting really quiet and going really inward and creating something and then bringing it out because I've gone in and done the depths and connected deeply to spirit to create it. I love that. I'm so inspired by that because you know, I am the opposite. I just can't, I just can't. (laughs) (laughs) And I try and I'm always like, this is going to be the thing that I don't tell anybody about. And I keep it inside and I keep it inside. I last maybe five hours. I mean, it's wild. But <laughs> I I'm know, sure. but I love that about you. Yes. And that goes to show we all are different, have different creative processes. But I think no matter what, there's something to be said about co-creating with the universe and keeping some things quiet. And I did an experiment with myself in 2020. And I did one thing that I kept quiet until I finished it, which was a plant-based nutrition certification. I know when you put that out, I was like, (gasps) yeah. 
to the point where even Jonathan was like, wait, that was at Cornell. I was like, are you kidding me? I thought you at least knew, but wow. I really kept it to myself. And that's because that it really was for me. It was really, really, really for me and not for any other reason. And so, yeah, it's a good reminder that a lot of the things we do, a lot of the things I do are for other people or because I think they're going to serve other people. And I think it's just a good sign that you wrote this book for you. And I think that all the best books are written for that reason. And then they end up serving so many people. I love that. And, you know, like I said from the very beginning, and I, I hope people really like know and appreciate this as they hear it. I didn't write the book to be like, I want every, of course, my ego was like, oh, New York Times bestseller, please. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like my ego wants to check and see how many reviews. And I just like, don't do it anymore because I know better. But when I was writing the book and my husband was watching me put so much love and effort into it, I said, he's like, you know, what do you hope from it? And I said, if one person, one person can have their life changed, even in the slightest way, that is enough for me. I know Penguin Random House probably doesn't feel that way because they want as many sold as possible and we've done well with that. But just meaning that was my intention. That was my dream. That was my hope as an author was that if one person's life is touched and shifted by this book, then that's enough for me. And because of that intention, I think that's why I've received countless messages from strangers all over the world telling me how the book has impacted their lives. And that like, that's just everything to me. I could give a shit about how many reviews there are and anything else. It's like, that's all I need. And like, nobody else sees that that's between me and the person that's writing to me because there's a very intimate connection with the reader and the author. I totally agree. Oh, I'm so happy for you. It's so so special all around beyond. And with a book, I just feel books are so timeless. People will be reading this book forever for the duration of the next however many years, tons of years. And that's just such a gratifying feeling. From your lips to God's ears. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Timeless, timeless, timeless. Yes, I love it. And I just, I love you so much. And I'm so grateful for the support that you share and just putting out this message this connection this community and to everybody listening just thank you for giving the space to both jordan and myself to be able to share these things because you know this is truly my life's work and i it wouldn't be a life's work if people weren't open to connecting and to receiving and to sharing together so for me it's this is the why this is why i I want to keep going, why I'm okay with having my days of sobbing and feeling hopeless totally. <laughs> and not wanting to keep going is because I know that we're all in this storm together. And I know that we all feel as humans do. And like, that is the most comforting thing to me is that we're all going through these shifts and changes together. I feel the exact same way. I know. I'm so grateful for everybody listening for that and that they love us together because I remember when we first announced the retreat that we did together on this podcast and it sold out in like a couple days. Days. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally two, maybe three days. It was insane. I was like, Jordan, I I think we aren't going to be able to fit everybody and right. we had to start turning people away. Yeah. It was so now it's such a testament to the amazing people who listen to this podcast and the amazing yeah. people who showed up to that retreat 
Oh, I miss everybody. I from know. I love them. I still talk to a handful, you know, a lot of them and such a special group. And that reminds me. So you and your husband bought a hotel. I want to hear all about this. It looks amazing and beautiful. And Palm Springs is such a healing talk, It's a healing oasis. And talk about like an intuitive thing. There was no part of us that was like, this looks like a great business investment. It was literally like, my soul feels that this is where we're meant to help people find healing. And my husband is very much a, a business man, but he has, he was even like, I don't know what this is, but I just know that like, we're meant to be the shepherds for this property. And really it's, I mean, it's just so stunning. It's, I just bought a huge 500 pound rose quartz crystal <laughs> that I like planted right in the center of the property. So when people arrive, it just blasts them with love. But I mean, the property itself is sits on an energy vortex, an actual scientific energy vortex that you feel the minute you walk up. The masseuse has been working on the property for 20 plus years. Gosh. She, I think, was poached by the previous owners from Two Bunch Palms because she was the best masseuse at Two Bunch Palms. Oh. <laughs> and she, she does like the most incredible, insane healing. She doesn't even really ask you what you need. She just gives you what she knows that you need the everything on the property is natural hot springs healing water that is part of the property it's it sits right across from this gorgeous old indian it's called cabot trading post and it's like this old indian reservation so the land is just so sacred and intimate and the true intention of the property is just for people to drop into their healing into their natural rhythms. We've done everything we can to like kind of bring it up to my husband and I've traveled the world. We love traveling and, and everything. So we've tried to keeping it in the energy of the desert, keep it that simplicity, but also give you access to, you know, a, amazing, delicious morning coffee and, mm. you know, an amazing filtered water system. That's like the highest quality water we've had. Uh, my friend Zach, who does healing for the home, like he's come in and tested everything from the air quality to the EMF frequencies, to the water purification. So we've really tried to make the whole space feel like you can just drop in and you don't have to do anything or be anything and you can just receive and restore. Wow. So what's the name of the hotel? Because I know people are going to want to go there. Yeah, of course. So it's called Miracle Manor. And uh, you can check out tons of pictures on the website or on Instagram, which is just at Miracle Manor as well. And we're actually closing for three weeks this month so we can build a yoga deck that it will be so people can rent out the property for it could be anything it could be for a a bachelor party it could be for a celebration uh, with family or to rent it out for to lead your own retreat and it's super small we only have nine rooms so you get that intimacy and we have a kitchen in the lobby so people can cook like it's just we try to make it for people to feel like this is your home away from home. Like come here, love on yourself, love on your people and, and just receive everything that the property has. I can't wait to go. It sounds amazing. It really is magical. 
Oh my God. So special. That makes me so happy. <laughs> it's wow. a lot of fucking work, but yeah, it, is. it is. Sure. You'd be shocked at what a nine room motel slash hotel can create, but we are, we're really happy. And it's just such a great, like loving creative project for both of us. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Wow. Okay. So I want to ask you just a few of the rapid fires that I yes, asked everyone. Go for it. You have been on the show many times. So also if anybody listening didn't know that you guys can go back and listen to all of the previous episodes to hear all about Kelsey's life and different things and Reiki. But here's a couple of rapid fires. Okay. Your sun rising and moon signs. Oh yes. So Gemini sun, rise, Virgo rising, cancer moon. Did we know we're both cancer moon? Yeah, that's why. And my husband is a cancer moon and our oldest. Like, that's why we are so emotionally perfect for each other. (laughs) Spirits. Yeah. Air signs. Yeah. Love. What is your human design again? I'm a generator. So it's all about joy. Mm -hmm. Of course. Of course you are. What are your favorite foods? So I... I'm a Gemini, so I can go anywhere from like, give me vegetarian, like Mediterranean, meze platter all day, every day to like, I'm so excited to eat a grass fed steak with potatoes and a good glass of Cabernet. So I would say I'm sort of the spectrum. If I had to pick favorites, I mean, I love to travel. So anything traveling, I'm obsessed with pizza in Italy. And I love, I was in Israel two years, I guess a year and a half ago now. And the food there just blew my mind away at how incredibly simple and delicious and like just soul fulfilling that food is. So, and then, but honestly, right now I'm pretty in love with soups. I like really dig a good soup. Yum. So many good things. So many things. I love, I love food. Yes, me too. If you were an animal, what animal would you be? Lion. Totally lion. (laughs) Or a dolphin. I have to say those are my two spirit animals. Yeah. Are you a night person or a morning person? I'm a midday person. I think that we are the most at our peak and prime when at the time that we were born and I was born at 12.02 PM. And I am like very much a midday. I'm like thriving midday. That makes so much sense. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Born at 3.14 PM. So here we are at almost 3.06. Yeah. We're almost at your, like your prime hour. I'm telling you. That's when I I go on all my exercise. Yeah. Yeah. And I was exercising around noon today. And, but I think like I did a whole workshop, I think it's on my website, people can find it, or it's definitely on my app, the Pure Joy app, but I did a whole workshop called your bionatal rhythms, um, that guides people into learning so much more about how to tap into like your energy cycle. Crazy. Yeah. No wonder I've never been a morning person. Mm -hmm. That's super wild. I love it. If you were a color, what color would you be? I'm feeling pink today. Love. If you had the chance to meet anybody in the world, who would you want to meet? Gosh. Oh, Jordan, that's such a good question. Can they be past? Can they be deceased? Mm-hmm. Okay. Honestly, I would say probably Mother Teresa, Jesus for sure, or Mother Mary. I'm very much like attached and connected to those energies. I would 
like to meet Jesus. <laughs> that would be epic. I yeah. feel like you bring, you bring and you tap into so much of that energy. So yeah. I would love to see that meeting take place. I mean, I see Christ all the time in my meditations. Like he's like right in front of my face. So I feel like we've met, of course, but like, I'd like to meet him for sure. I love that so much. And what's on the horizon for you? What's on the horizon for me is not giving a shit. (laughs) I just, I've given in a way that makes me so satisfied and grateful. I put out my app this past year. I put out the book. I, you know, did so many Reiki certifications. I have my podcast out and I just, I feel like I'm at a point now where I don't, and I think a lot of people have to remember this, like it's okay to not need to constantly keep like having goals all the time and like, Oh, let me increase this and get this. And that's kind of where I'm at right now is I just want to be super grateful and satisfied and like good with where I'm at now and not feel like I need to create more or, or attain more. That's the best answer I've ever heard. I'm totally <laughs> on that page with you. It's so good. And where can everybody find you? Yeah, you can find me at Kelsey J. Patel on Instagram, on Clubhouse. Uh, my website's KelseyJPatel.com. Clubhouse, yeah. I haven't done a Clubhouse. I'm on Clubhouse, but I haven't. Yeah, me too. I haven't done much, but I'm like, I'm slowly tapping into it. My website is KelseyJPatel.com. You can check out the hotel, Miracle Manor. My app is on Apple and Android. You get a week for free. So I would just, there's sound baths, there's Reiki, there's EFT, there's workouts, there's food, like there's everything on it. And then my book, Burning Bright. Incredible, all the places. So you really, I think, yes, this is your, your year to tap into everything that you've already created and know that you don't have to create anything else unless you want to because there's so many places for people to find your healing and tap into you it's amazing thank you i love you so much you're so welcome thank you for all you do and for all of your support it really it warms my heart and it means the world to me jordan always All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Kelsey. Kelsey is such a dear friend in my life. She teaches me so much. I'm so happy that we had this conversation about burnout and how to maintain joy in this toxic world. I don't want to say totally toxic world, but things can be a little bit dark sometimes. And as Kelsey said in this episode, she is an absolute lioness about her joy. I loved that so much. May we all be more of a lioness over our own joy and energy. And Kelsey just inspires me so much. I crave all of the Reiki sessions with her and just time in her presence. And I hope that you guys felt that friendship and that love in this conversation and that we could extend that into your homes today because that's honestly all I ever want and truly all I ever want to bring to all of you. So I love you so much. If you have not rated and reviewed the podcast on iTunes, I would be so honored if you left a rating and review and emailed me a screenshot to jordanandthebalancepond.com and I will thank you personally and send you my free yoga ebook as a gift. 
And also, thank you to our sponsor, Cured Nutrition, the best CBD on the market. Try the pain salve and the mint tincture. Use the code BLONDE for a discount. And also, I have to say, if you're still here at the end, I'm happy that you're hearing this. I did on Instagram just a couple days ago, I did a little post saying, tell me you listen to TBB podcast without telling me that you listen to TBB podcast. You know, that thing that all the kids are doing on TikTok. And you guys just made me laugh so hard and lifted my spirits with everything that you said with all of the, hello, my loves. Hi, guys. And uh, if you were a color, what color would you be? And all the things about Hudson, Huddy walking into the room, Kenzie, Krista, Jenna, just everything, everything that you guys said about Pleiadians and 201, just all of it. I felt so seen and I feel like we all have so many inside jokes together and it just makes me so happy. So keep those coming if you haven't written on that post, which I guess when this comes out will be like a week old, but keep them coming because it's fun and it gave me all the giggles on a day when I really, really needed to laugh and I'm just so grateful. I love you guys. I hope everyone has an amazing day. Talk next week.